The most important thing you could share with me today is your perspective. Because the freedom of perspective fuels the logic we use to defend truth. We never stop fighting for freedom and truth, and that is what makes us Americans. Welcome to Critical Thought with Noah Chalaya. Thirteen ten KNOX 107.9-1033 FM. Good morning. It is 11.07.30 out. Daytime high today, 39. We're talking about Donald Trump and getting our head wrapped around why people are voting for him, what they're after, what they're interested in, why they're making the decisions that they're making. You can see it right here in the KNOX audience. You've got everything from a spread of I'm absolutely enthusiastically voting for him. I wish he wouldn't have been out of office 2020 to 2024. I can't wait to get him back into the office. You have people in the middle that go, meh, really liked his economic and his policy, but gosh darn it, I wish the guy would just stay off of Twitter and keep his phone shut. Somebody needs to take that phone away from him. And then you've got people that go, for the life of me, I cannot wrap my head around after what we know about this man why you would place him back into any position of power, let alone in charge of the most powerful country in, in, in the world. And you've got that range. My, I guess what I would suggest to you is you have to get your head wrapped around why people are choosing to vote for him, why people want him back in the, in the office if you want any prayer at convincing them to do otherwise. If you want to go to them and say, here's why, you need to choose another candidate. You have to be able to articulate and point to those things. And people are lar- largely unable to do so because the kind of things that people want to point to, wow, there's four indictments. Wow, sexual this, that. Largely people don't care. Now, you might say, I don't understand how they don't care. 775-5559, you're on KNOX. Good morning. No, a couple of quick points and then to my main point. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was talking about convicted by a jury of his peers. <laughs> that is incredibly laughable. Because it's New they York. Tried yeah. to have the venue change. It's New York. You're talking eighty to ninety percent opposition to him. Yes. And even in this, even in this last defamation trial, he's basically on trial because he is saying that this never happened, even though he was convicted of it. Heaven knows if a jury convicts someone, you know, there there's no such thing as someone improperly imprisoned or someone improperly convicted. Mm-hmm. So he continues to defend himself and claims it never happened. So now he's going to be forced to not be able to defend himself, to not be able to tell the truth if it actually didn't happen. Right. So so they, they, they try to change the venue. You have actions by these judges that are definitely not above board. I mean, it all looks like a scam. It all looks like a setup. So don't give me that line that, oh, he was convicted in a court of law by a jury of his peers. But don't we have I, to go off of that? I would rather call it a kangaroo court. Well, sure. Not but... necessarily. Okay. Not necessarily because there are some things that are still in appeal and, and, and basically the first conviction wasn't even a real conviction. Yeah, we convicted him, but there's no way to punish him. Is that even a conviction? Mm. Okay. And, and it wasn't even a conviction, but basically a civil trial, like an earlier caller said. But what it, really, what it really comes down to is the fact that a lot of people look at Donald Trump as being an outsider to the political world. Mm-hmm. And that's what they want. They want someone who will go in and 
be a firebrand, someone who attacks mm -hmm. the media, someone who will go after the deep state. And like you said with these other candidates, we have a choice. But no one sees these other candidates as being serious about actually taking on the governmental administrative state. That's one. And the other thing I, is, they maybe they think he's a better guy for the job, even if they were willing to take it on. Trump, that is. Exactly. And and that's really the point, because it isn't just Trump that, that it has been attacked. You look at what's happened to people who have been to, for example, school board meetings, and they won't. Well, the Justice Department is basically investigating people who, you know, basically were somewhat disruptive at school board meetings or were asking tough questions. You have people that were in Washington, D.C. on January 6th of 2021 who weren't even involved in the demonstrations. They were there on business or for other things, and they're getting investigated by the Justice Department. They weren't even involved in their simply because they were pinged on a cell phone somewhere in Washington, D.C. They're getting investigated. Yeah. There are all kinds of weird things that are happening with abuses of power in Washington, D.C., and people don't want a political insider anymore. They want someone who will go in there and deal with the problems. We'll continue next. This is Critical Thought on KNOX. KNOX 107.9, FM. In the studio with me, it is Mike Friedos. Welcome back, sir. Ah, thanks for having me back. This is uh, this is awesome. I, I appreciate you making the time, sir. So you're running for city council against Kyle Kwame. And so you've been on the air once before. We kind of went through the introductory phase as to who are you, what do you believe, that sort of thing. One of the things that I think came out of that interview, Mike, was this concern about you being from California. So I asked you in the, in, the, uh, in the first interview, like, why'd you come here? Why'd you settle your family here? That sort of thing. But I wanted to give you a further opportunity to kind of dig into people of, I mean, one guy called it a carpet beggar, but other people are saying, yeah, he's just a California guy. He's not serious about North Dakota. This isn't really what he cares about or where his home is. It's, he's just kind of a guy here, there. Is that accurate or is there more to the story? There's way more to it. So, you know, probably 10, 15 years ago, my wife begged to get out of California. Um, I don't believe where that state is going. Um, and, you know, we got the opportunity to move here mm -hmm. and we bought a house here. My family is here. My kids are here. Um, and this is my home now. This is where I plan on staying. And this is where I want to, you know, hopefully have grandkids and, you know, kind of really put my roots here and, you know, and retire even possibly. So I think there's a, there's a lot more to it. Uh, the people that don't know me and, you know, just thinking, you know, connecting me to the California values is, is completely wrong. Mm. Um, I, I, my values are very different and that's one of the main reasons we left is so I can, you know, I really connect with this, this city and the state. And I think um, I have a real opportunity to do some good stuff for, for this town. What are you excited about doing? What are some of the things that you look at city and you say, man, I, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll be good at that. Or that's something I could, that's a, it's a project I want to do a thing. I want to get behind an initiative, or maybe there's something you've seen somewhere else or in your experience uh, with your, with your day job that you're like, you know, if a city were to do this or we were to implement these things, God, that'd be great. You know, I think, you know, I, and I, and I keep harping on the uh, quality of life type stuff, right? I really think, 
you know, and someone mentioned it in the last show, you know, downtown gets a lot of focus, right? Mm. But there's a ton of folks and fam- young families and people uh, living down in the South End. There's whole new communities being built. Mm-hmm. I really want to continue to grow the South End. And that's, you know, that's where I live now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I'm really excited to see some of these empty buildings, you know, start putting up signs, start putting, you know, seeing restaurants full or people going to bars. It's a, it's, it's, it's a really a good, good opportunity for the, for the city. Absolutely. 775-5559. You're on KNOX with Mike Friedolfs. Good morning. Well, let's get the gloves off and get to the meet. Number one, do you plan on showing up at the meetings in Ab- person? Absolutely. I will not miss one unless I'm uh, sick as heck. But, I, you know, I can still zoom in. But I plan on being there for every single one, sir. So you plan on being in person. Number two, uh, do you support property tax increases? Or if the budget came forward with a tax increase, would you vote against that? So this is my opinion. I am against property taxes. I would love to see those property taxes come down because I guess what? My property taxes are as high as they are in California. And so I'm not happy about that. Um, you know, I want to uh, work with... Uh, go on, sir. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I, 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 would, I want to reduce property tax and, and I want to see what it's going to take to do that. I think that benefits everybody and that money can go elsewhere in the city. Would you be willing to question existing policies and programs and, and examine them from a fiscal analytical standpoint, or are you just going to zoom in and vote yes for everything? Absolutely not. I am the way I work. I'm engineer by trade. I am analytical and I look at the data, right? So I think the best thing I can do is, you know, ask a lot of questions and I will not just vote yes on everything. You know, there's a lot of, you know, when we talk property taxes, let's call it blame, right? The city, the county, the county, and the, you know the, everything else around here. There's other things that, not just the city, that to blame for uh, property taxes. And so I'm I am all for uh, getting those lowered and seeing what we can do. Well, and in closing, I'll just make this comment: there are plenty of people born and raised in North Dakota who vote like they live in San Francisco. Doesn't matter where you come from; it's what you believe. Thank you. Well, said. thank you. Seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. Your questions for Mike Friedolf are entertained or com slash live. Join the interactive tra- chat room. Fix Riverside Pool, yes or no? I think another pool is great. I don't. So there's a project that I don't know much about, right? So sure, sure. I, I don't want to sound like I know what I'm talking about when I when I look at that. But, you know, a pool can't be a bad thing. I don't know what it costs to fix a pool. I do know what it, you know, <laughs> a pool cost, a brand new pool cost to build. Uh-huh. Um, but I think having something, again, the families and the kids can participate in is beneficial. Seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. You're on KNOX with Mike Friedolfs. Good morning, um, Mr. Friedolfs. How would you respond to uh, the comment that I've heard about your candidacy as being handpicked by the mayor? <laughs> I would say that is incorrect. Um, you know, and get that out there, right? Brandon is a friend of mine. But I am not handpicked. I am not a politician by any means. Um, I am doing this on, on my own accord. Uh, I think I, I love this town, and I, I'm hoping people start to see that as you get to know me and, and talk with me in person even. Mm-hmm. I think there's just a, a lot more to me than um, you know being friends with Brandon. Yes, we are, but I am definitely not handpicked. I have chosen this, this route myself. People even think, think I'm a little crazy for doing it. I, I, so this this next text message, I have some insight to because you and I were kind of going back and forth personally when when this happened. So last time on the air, this gentleman mentioned he was going to one of UND's hockey games. 
Uh, I'm glad he was able to go and is embracing the hockey culture. So can you talk about your endeavors with hockey culture in North Dakota? Are you enjoying it? Well, it's great. So, you know, I didn't know much about hockey before I got here. I mean, I watched professional hockey uh-huh. and uh, go into the Ralph and, you know, you can be really proud about that establishment. I've been, you know, looking at the tours and watching the games, and especially now that they're in, what, second place. Mm-hmm. Um it's awesome. You know, I'm wearing my jersey right now. Yes, you are. Yes. <laughs> if you go to canoxradio.com slash live, you can see the video feed of the program, and there you will see Mike Friedolfs in his uh, in his jersey. 775-5559. Text messenger says, where in California is Mike from? I am from Rancho Bernardo, Southern California. So definitely not Northern, which is probably a little bit more liberal, but uh, mm. I, I, I went to college down at uh, University of San Diego, and then I stayed at Northrop for 20 years and got the opportunity to come here. So you you grew up there in California? So I originally was from San Fernando Valley, Los Angeles, and then went there for college in, gosh, 91. Okay. <laughs> A ways back. Yeah. yeah. And so, so okay. So, and, and, and as life takes you to different places, you land in this community and you say, man, that was a place where I was growing away from, couldn't understand the politics, didn't under, didn't really care for the culture. This feels like home to you. Absolutely. This is. This is where my heart is now. You know, we, we, we sit in our, our house and look in the backyard and look at nature and look at the, and go out and meet the people. And this is, this is where I want to stay. This is where I want to be for the rest of my life. Text messenger says, this dude is awesome. Let's get a Taco John's on the south end of town. <laughs> you would support it, I suppose, if a private business wanted to come and build something on the south end. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Text messenger says at 775-5559, Noah. You and I both know local guys don't take kindly to outsiders around here in these parts. If it ain't a knight or a rider, you go back to California, much on your vegan foods. <laughs> but that it is, it's, it's reminiscent of kind of how ridiculous the sentiment of like, mm-hmm. oh, you were born in the wrong state, so you can't run for city council here in California. It's kind of ridiculous. Also, here's the other thing I would add. Who else has thrown up their hand? Who else exactly. is running? Yeah. Is Kyle running against you? Has he said anything yet? I have not heard if he's running or not. No. Gee, me either. 775-5559. You're on KNOX. Good morning. I guess I, if he's not from town here, I just want to run something past him. So mm-hmm. part of the reason that our city's in the trouble that it's in is the, uh, the school district and the uh, city, I don't feel, have been working with each other. The right hand is not talking to left hand or they're not working together. This is my opinion, but part of the reason that we've had to deal with issues with low attendance in schools is because we haven't done anything with the north end. Um, We don't have young families wanting to move into these older neighborhoods. We've got old houses that have not been updated, and uh, I feel like the city should have, you know, or the school district should have been doing something to help these older neighborhoods uh, rejuvenize a little bit and uh, get them fixed up so a first-time home buyer could move in there with their kids and we won't have these low um, numbers of kids uh, going to these schools and and uh, we had to redo or close down some elementary schools there's been talk of closing down elementary schools because they don't have enough head count um, but I feel like there has to be a relationship between the school district and the city uh, that's better than what we have right now and and start a line of communication between uh, the school district and the city so we can fix some of that stuff. The South End is going to do what the South End does. I mean, it's 
it's just going to grow and grow. There needs to be more of a focus on the north end. That's just my opinion. So, no, appreciate the call. Thank Your you. thoughts, sir. So, you know, I, mean, I do talk about the south end because that's where I live. And so, you know, I want to grow. But, you know, the entire town, it, it, it needs to come together, right? And and I'm really, one of my specialties is is bringing those party lines together. I am, I know people on both the city and 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 the school district side, and I really want to make sure that we're, we're talking, right? That's the only way to get stuff done is to have open communication. And, and may, we may not agree with each other, but I think a lot of those things can be resolved through some type of resolution and, and moving forward. Mike Friedhoff's our guest this hour on KNOX. We'll continue with Mike right after the news. We'll head over to the KNOX newsroom, get the latest from Doug Barrett. Continue next. This is Critical Thought on KNOX. Thirteen ten KNOX 107.9-1033 FM. It is 11.35, 30 out daytime high today, 39 in the studio with me, Mike Friedolfs, candidate for city council. So I, I want to circle back to this criticism thing about like, oh, you're handpicked by the mayor. So did you, yes or no, did you and the mayor have a conversation prior to you getting involved with the election, being that you're friends with them? Yeah. So we, we went out and, uh, you know, I think maybe got a beer and I said, hey, what do you you think about me running for Ward 5? And uh, he personally thought I was crazy uh, for doing it. Um, so, so, okay. So you come to the mayor and you say, I, I want to do this. And he tells you, what are you thinking? So that, to me, doesn't speak to this idea that he encouraged you to run or whatever. So he's supporting you. You say to him, as my buddy, if I'm going to do this anyway, are you behind me? Of course, and he says what? Oh, he's, he's you know, if you, if you want to go do this, um, I'll help guide you through the process of, mm. of you know, getting, doing the, the election and, and run doing the votes. Um, but, you know, I, I respect his leadership. And so I think, you know, it kind of helping me mentor through this because um, I've never done this before. Right. And mm. so um, I'm not a politician and and you need someone to help guide you through the wickets. So shameless self-promotion here. A lot of people are asking some questions that you addressed the first time you were on the air. So you can go to criticalthought.show slash 66. That's the first interview that we did with Mike Friedolfson. He answers things like, how did he wind him in Grand Forks? Mm-hmm. What are his motivations to run? Those sorts of things. So if those are your questions, criticalthought.show slash 66. Text messenger says, is Mike a churchgoer? So I am faithful. I do not have a church here in Grand Forks, um, but my life has been blessed by God. And I think uh, and my kids as well. And we've, we've become very faithful. Um, I was born and raised Catholic. And I think that, uh, you know, the Lord helps guide me along my path. And so I, am I faithful? Yes. Do I go to church? No. Text messenger says, are your parents from this country? Yes. My, both my parents uh, are from uh, born, and, you know, born and raised in Los Angeles. So. Two questions for Mike. One, do you have a social media account? Two, what do you see as the most important issue regarding the city of Grand Forks? 
Um, first of all, the social media, yes, I have the, the Mike Friedhoff's uh, Ward 5 uh, page. Um, and I do have a, I do have a personal page as well. Um, and then let's see, what was the second question? <laughs> the second, so, uh, do you have a social media oh. account? Second question is what do you see as oh. the most important issue for Grand Forks? So there's a lot, right? It all depends what, where, what perspective you're coming from. Uh, we addressed some of those on the last show, whether it be uh, property tax, schools, bridges, uh, snowmobiles on the, uh, greenway. So I think when we look at things like, you know, schools, um, I think schools are probably where we start. Um, infrastructure, I think, is probably really one of the things we need to, to focus on, especially as we grow the, the town and build more homes. I think there's a lot of focus there that we need. Text messenger says, is there any truth to the widely reported rumor that your local political hero is, in fact, Mr. County Commissioner Mark Rusted? That's what I keep hearing from people. <laughs> That's the strangest thing. Okay. So um, came in from a phone number ending in 05. Do you recognize that phone number? <laughs> Check out Mike's phone number. Oh, sorry. Continue. <laughs> yeah, Mark, Mark. Uh, text messenger says people are okay. Oh, this is great. This is great. Go out and vote. KNOX listeners seem to think everything is some sort of conspiracy. This man is one of the few running for Grand Fork City Council. Callers. Oh, in fact, is it? It's not an exaggeration to say you're the only person. Running for there's no other new people running for right. city council. In fact, right. if anything, there are people not running that are currently in city council not running. Right. The voice is on is on the radio right now. A vote for this man would be a wise choice. By the way, it's not a strike against him if his friend happens to be the mayor. I can't believe Brandon has the time to have a social life. Seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. You're on KNOX with Mike Friedolfs. Good morning. Hello. Hi. See, I. I just want to clarify what I had thought I heard Mike just say. He did he say Brandon said he would guide him through the process of the election of how to get elected that whole thing because that to me sounds a little bit nefarious really? that a mayor, well that a mayor would advocate for one you know, candidate over mm. another. Should the mayor not be neutral? And I hope he's not doing it on taxpayer dime because there's too many. I used to work for the city. I saw so much waste. I saw so much mayoral, you know, helping their buddies on work time. Okay. This is this is not a good use of taxpayer dollars to help. You know, in Mike, I don't know you. And I will give you a fair shake or whatever. I, I'm not in your ward, so it doesn't even matter. But, you know, I want to give you the benefit of the doubt here. But is it the place of a mayor to assist one candidate in getting through the, you know, voting election process, how to get in? I mean, I'm sure there's guidelines somewhere how to um, get your name on the ballot. But, you know, would the mayor also help out Jody Carlson if she were running for city council. So fair question. So yeah, could you address like what, uh, you know, what kind of guidance uh, has the mayor given? Yeah. You? And so it's administrative, right? Like here is a, a book of paperwork that you need to fill out to go do this. There is, you know, you need to go get 250 signatures or 200 signatures. So there is nothing that is a favoritism. It's just the, the, the administrative process of doing this. And so I think that's, that's what I want to make sure it's clear. There is not a, hey, here's how we're doing this to get on the ballot. It is, it is purely administrative. Mm. 
and and to answer that that last lady's question, I and I'll ask the mayor when I have him on Tuesday. My strong suspicion is if Jody Carlson or Craig Spicer or anybody else asked him for advice or guidance, he would absolutely lend it to him, provided that they're not trying to hit him, abuse him, mm-hmm. or hurt him and or threaten his family in some way. I think he might take a step back at that point. But so far as we can stay away from threats of physical violence and hurt, yeah, I think the mayor just about helped just about anybody. 775-5559, text messenger says, does the mayor live in the same ward as your guest? He does. He does. He lives over in, uh, on the south end. Text messenger says, does, does that last caller, has she never heard of endorsements that turn on the political news? They endorse others all the time. And this isn't even so much as an endorsement, so much as it's a, hey, man, we're friends. You're in the political space. Mm-hmm. I am not. I would like to become in the political space. Can you help me show me how to do that? Exactly. Exactly. Seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. That is the number to join us. You can call, text, or join us in the interactive ta- chat room at com slash live. If elected, what would the... Oh, well, let's do this. Text messenger says, last one that called is a conspiracy theorist. I is the conspiracy theorist I was talking about. So here's the thing. I think it's a fair question to say, what kind of role is there? Because you don't want a city in which the mayor cherry picks people that oh, are going to agree with him. Yeah. But that isn't what's happening here. And if you look at what, how this conversation transpired, like it started with you mm-hmm. <laughs> initial pushback to say you're nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but then once he decided, once you decided that you're serious about it and that you're committed to it, then he backs you up like any good friend would. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, there's a lot of uh, things you need to go through in order to, you know, even get on the ballot. Um, and administratively wise, it's, it's I'll call it confusing, right? There's a lot to do. And so I needed some guidance and, uh, and Brandon showed me how to do that. Not that the city council is a partisan position, but text messenger asks, are you Republican, Democrat, or independent? I, I, I lean Republican. Okay. So, and you've said a, f- a few times on this program that, hey, you're you're a conservative. Right? Mm-hmm. And so Absolutely. Text messenger says, I also live in Ward 5, actually just a few houses down from the mayor. Would you push for rebuilding 62nd Avenue? The road sucks. Yep. So I covered that on the last show. So I think... Uh, 62nd is going to need some help with all those homes being built out there. The, uh, the infrastructure will not handle it. We're going to have backed up roads like you've never seen. I've got some other people asking things that you've a- that, that you've answered. So I'm just going to continue to link to critical dot dot show slash 66. You can catch my first interview with Mike there, your day job. Uh, what do you do for a living? So, so I work for Northrop Grumman. Um, I am, uh, the site director out there at grand sky. So, um, build, build stuff for, customers that you know we we help protect our veterans we help protect our war fighters and and i'm very proud of that to say that i do that text messenger says if the mayor and the guests both live in the same ward the mayor is a grand fork city resident he can support whoever he wants there's no conspiracy there absolutely not seven seven five fifty five fifty only this audience man <laughs> only this audience have you heard it have you heard if Taylor Swift will endorse you? <laughs> if I could get her endorsement, I, I think I might have it. Uh, if you get her endorsement, I'm not voting for you. <laughs> 775-5559. Could you point out an area where you think the city is overspending and not being fiscally responsible enough? So I think we covered this last time, too. You know, the special elections seem to be a, a point of contention as well. They, they cost more than zero. And I think mm. there's, there's certain things um, the city can do better. It's just better things that the county could do better, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, as we look through each of those individual cases, we need to we need to analyze them. 
775-5559. You're on KNOX. Good morning. Well, good morning. Oh, it's your favorite guy. I to, good morning. <laughs> I like that one. I'm like, um, I want to address what that uh, earlier lady called about. So just because you're elected does not make you uh, immune to having a favorite candidate. I'm elected. I'll be supporting Mike, both publicly and with my vote. So <clears throat> there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because you want candidates that you believe are going to do the best possible job. So, I mean, I, I, I was a little kind of flabbergasted and I don't know when the hell you'd be doing on the city, on the city dime. <laughs> you also have your own free time. So to me, that was a little, um, it was an attempt at a cheap shot and I don't believe it landed, but just in case to some people it did, um, I will publicly endorse Michael Friedhoff's city council, which, which is my ward. And I believe we'd be much better off with him in there. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. Text messenger says Mike and his team at Northrop have been a great partner to the community and the school district, specifically with our STEM and robotics program. I would strongly encourage support for him. Text messenger says, I'm sure the last woman that called should be advised that Brandon will help her with her paperwork to run for city council, too. That right Mm -hmm. there, that comment right there. All the people that want to complain when I say, Mm -hmm. so you're running? Well, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you know anyone that's running? No. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So you're you're not going to be part of the solution. You just want to complain about the problem. Got it. Text messenger says, where do I get a yard sign? Do you have yard signs? I'm having them made right now. So. All right. Seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. You're on KNOX with Mike Friedolfs. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Um, thank you. Thank you, Noah, for having uh, Mike on the show. I love when we have uh, local candidates on KNOX. Um, I think that's one of the greatest services that KNOX provides. Uh, anyways, Mike, would you um, would you mind explaining a little bit of the process for getting on the ballot? like how that works because that might inspire um you know some other folks who might want to run but are intimidated about how to even get started so could you kind of give us a little insight into how how that works yeah absolutely so um there's a a packet of paper you know it's uh you know pretty clear you know uh, what you know the ward you're running for um and then once you start there's a little bit of a a, you know i call it trivia where you know you kind of talk a little bit about yourself uh fill in the uh, the who's who's and the what's what's. And then um, right now I'm in the process of going and getting signatures. So for myself, I the signatures can only be in Ward 5. So I'm going, starting to go door to door now that it's warming up a bit. Um, and once you get through with that, you go to the, you know, April. Uh, let's see, I have till April for the signatures. And then in June, uh, appear on the ballot. You picked a good day or, well, a good week or whatever to go collect some signatures because it's actually nice out. Oh, it's beautiful. This is yeah, awesome. 100%. <laughs> Mike, Mike Friedolfs, candidate for city council. I appreciate the time as always, sir. We'll get you back on the program again soon. Thanks, Noah. All right. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll take the last break here. We'll hand it off to Ryan Cunningham. Continue next. This is Critical Thoughts on KNOX.
KNOX 107.9, FM. Good morning, 11.53.30, out daytime high today, 39. My name is Noah Chalaya. I am your host. Delighted to be here with you. Jay Money in the chat room at KNOXradio.com slash live says, was Mike wearing a Hawks jersey or a suit jersey? Didn't catch it. Maybe somebody watching the video feed at KNOXradio.com slash live did. Text messenger says, being I'm not in your ward... Can I identify as a Democrat and still vote for you, even though I'm not in your ward? No, I think you have to vote for those that are in, I think it has to be within the ward. Another text messenger says, Mike said that he would, said that help was on Brandon's free time. Just looking for facts and clarification since that was overlooked. For what, I'm a conspiracy theorist? Wow. So here's the thing. You're right. Asking for facts or, or investigating information is not... There's no conspiracy theory there. However, there's people, uh, we've got criticism coming in from both sides. On one side, people are saying, hey, why is the mayor spending his time? Somebody else should do that. On the other hand, somebody is saying, well, you know, Brandon should help him. So, all right, that'll do it for my time. Hand it off to Ryan Cunningham. This is Critical Thought on KNOX. This is the part where I'm supposed to start talking. <laughs> it's uh, it's funny when we when we do these handoffs. Uh, the main way that you control the broadcast here can be customized, and none of us know how to do it except for Noah. So he's customized his, and uh, and the rest of us don't know how to how to handle it. Right? We don't we don't know what it looks like at that point. So. Uh, we, uh, we, I welcome you to the program. I'm taking over a few minutes early for Noah. He's got stuff going on today and, uh, needed a little bit of relief and I have no problem doing that because there's people that do it for me all the time. So, uh, welcome to the final few minutes of critical thought. I actually feel kind of cool about this. I get to be on critical thought. I mean, I get to be a critical thinker now. This is like a promotion for me. 775-5559 is how you join critical thought. Welcome to Critical Thought with Ryan Cunningham. Ryan Cunningham on Critical Thought. I know, What's right? What's happening here? Uh, what bizarre world have I stepped into? Um, so, hey, uh, Ryan, since it is still technically Critical Thought, I yes. want to get back to one of the topics uh, from earlier, um, which is this jury of peers argument. You keep hearing this, could Trump really get a fair trial in New York? So here's my response to that, Ryan. Um, could Jay Money or D get a fair trial in North Dakota. Cause here's the thing. I don't consider myself a liberal, uh, but since most of the KNMX audience uh, seems to think that I am, um, and D is clearly a Democrat. I mean, he's not afraid to, to say that himself. Um, could the argument be made that, a, that the jury here couldn't possibly be my peers uh, because most of the residents are staunch conservatives? 
No. I mean, how does how does that argument hold up? Could a could a black kid get a fair trial uh, in North Dakota if most of the jury is white? Like, it's just such a stupid argument to me to be like, oh, it's not a jury of peers because they all hate him in New York. I mean, that's what jury selection is all about, right? Well, what I find interesting about the word peers, it means more than just people that live in the same state as you. Okay, it it wasn't worded in a way that says a jury of residents of the state in which you reside. That's not the way it was worded. Okay. It could have been worded that way, right? It's so worded a jury of your peers. So let's go to the hypotheticals then. So does every jury for a conservative uh, defendant need to be a jury of conservatives? Does every jury for a liberal defendant need to be liberal, uh, you know, jurors? I mean, does every every jury for a black defendant or an African-American defendant need to be comprised of African-Americans? I Maybe. mean, where does it end? So, let me, well, you, you think that that's an extreme. I don't know that I do. Okay, and, and here's the thing. I don't think that we work political ideology into that because I don't think that's peers. I don't think what that means. But oh, here's, well, here's what I think right. it means. I, you know, here's what I think it means. If you're charged with a crime... Okay, so you have uh, you have work with food delivery, right? That's what you do. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's say this then: we should have twelve people on that jury of similar experience to you. Okay, should you be judged by a bank CEO? Probably not. They don't have the same life as you. So, yeah. So I just the only pushback I have is that I didn't say that. You said that I think it's an extreme. I never said that. I'm, okay. I'm simply asking. Well, but what you asked is the follow up was where does it end? Which made it sound like you're going further and further along on a ledge until you finally get to an edge, right? And so that's why yeah, I assumed you meant that that was that was it. But I'll tell you, you know, you have a jury of eleven white people and one black people, or one black person rather, and the defendant's black. Okay, that may turn out one way, but what if that person was actually judged by 12 black people? I bet you'd get more well, convictions that way than you would the other way around. And I, I, I'll tell you what, we'll lap this. I, I have to run. I thank you for the call. I'm up against the top of the hour. I think it's a great question. What exactly is the word peers? It's a great way to start off my time with you today on the program, and we'll do that coming up after news at the top of the hour. I think it's a really, really good question. Thanks for listening to Critical Thought. Download the show notes at criticalthought.show. The content from this episode was taken from the live radio show, which airs every weekday from 9 a.m. to noon on News Talk 1310 KNOX, streamed online at knoxradio.com.